Welcome to Pixelated Realms, your guide through the digital landscape, untangling the mysteries of your favorite titles and discussing the latest and greatest in video game fun. I'm your host, Alex Salerno, and alongside me is my brother, Tyler. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, we, uh, If you're following along uh, live, we had Thanksgiving the last uh, week. Uh, if Man. Was it last week already? Time flies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it's been uh, you know a good time to do some gaming, and uh, we have some really cool things to talk about. Um, I'm really excited and uh, and uh, ready to uh, dive in on some uh, gaming topics. How about yourself? What have you been up to? I'm good. Uh, same. Obviously, I was also at Thanksgiving, and then Naomi's birthday at the zoo. So very busy these last uh, you know last week or so. The whole pixelated. Uh, realms team was there so yeah yeah (laughs) all in person (laughs) exactly um yeah so we're gonna talk a little bit today about the fallout trailer some new content patches what new wow season and new destiny season uh so a lot to talk about also something new so a little housekeeping if you want to ask us a question or leave a comment you can now go to pixelatedrealms.org slash ask that's a-s-k Leave us a comment, and we'll talk about it at the end of the show. That way, so we can get, uh, you know, questions live. We can answer them as as we're going along. Yeah, solid idea. I think that's a great, great idea. Um, but yeah, diving right in. I uh, Fallout trailer. Um, that was a big drop this week. Um, I just watched it myself for the first time. I was kind of holding out a little bit, but uh, wow, uh, it looks pretty spot on to me right yeah i think so i think it, it looked it looked surprisingly good i had my bar pretty low though <laughs> if not through the floor for this because like video games with very few exceptions have not had a good track record for neither film or tv i mean yeah i mean that's fair right i mean you you're bound to enjoy it more if you keep your bar low um i mean the, the that teaser it was a pretty long teaser i mean a lot of teasers can be a little bit you know more more uh brief I, I don't know. I thought it was. It, it looked really good. It was a little like. So I, I while I was watching it, I was thinking like the color grading was pretty like like saturated. So like there were very dark blues and very like dark yellows, and maybe that's like an artistic choice they just you know decided to go with to like create mm-hmm. contrast um, between like the faux world they're living underground and and the craziness outside. Um, but we saw a lot of things in that trailer um, that show like it, it was. Maybe I'm incorrect here, but it looks like they're just going like straight Fallout Three because it's Vault Thirty Three, right? I don't think so. I think it takes place in Los Angeles. What, what's the vault in uh, in in Fallout Three? I don't remember the actual number. I can't remember but either. It it's takes been a while. place in Washington D.C. I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, you mean Fallout Three? Fallout Three does the game. Yeah. So the mo- the show takes place in L.A the show takes place in LA. Okay. Well, we but we saw a lot of like familiar looking things. Like that town looked a lot like Nuketown. Um the guy without the nose, like isn't that a character we've been introduced to at Well, some he's point? just a ghoul. He's just any old ghoul. He's any not any ghoul. particular ghoul. Well, yeah. either way, it it a lot of that was familiar enough to like feel like we're we're definitely in that Fallout universe. Um I I'm interested to see what they, you know, what they do. Amazon has had some great you know shows that came out i'm a huge fan of the boys i know they're, they're mm-hmm. the same studio um so uh yeah i mean I, if you think about it that's a great choice right like the boys has this kind of like real 
cre- you know, realism, but like also kind of gory, and I think that mm. that'll fit Fallout really well. Yeah, I'm really interested to see where they take it because the the whole thing with Fallout, yeah, is kind of it's like kind of goofy, yeah, but also really morbid because everyone's like living in hell. Right, it has this, like, gildedness to it. It's, like, on the outside, it's all supposed to be, like, really pleasant, happy, these 50s tunes that are, like, you know, kind of, like, overly joyful. Yeah, and then, like, underneath, it's so, it's super rotten. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of the Fallout series. I know you're a huge fan of the Fallout Mm -hmm. series, so um, that's definitely something uh, to, uh, to keep an eye on. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm definitely more interested in it now after having seen that. Like, they did a lot of i think the trailer was very surgical they showed a lot of things from the video mm-hmm. game yeah. to show like hey i know we you were know. wondering whether or not <laughs> this was going to be like true to the game yeah. and here's proof that it all is you know like the co- like you were like talking about like the color scheme right that's always been kind of a a, a, a thing in the game where it's like everything is kind of dulled um yeah. except for the bright blue jumpsuit right mm-hmm. and um you know, they showed the the armor, the power armor. They showed dog meat, even well, like, in a way. They well, showed yeah, dog meat. You know, like those are all the things. Like it was just all these little bits and pieces. Like, like you said, like you can't. It maybe, maybe you know, I'm I'm just trying not to blame myself for being so confused. But right, like there was so many different elements from all the games. It kind of felt like you were, you yeah. Know, you know, looking at a recreation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks really fun. Um, you know. We, Although this is a video gaming channel, we we also love film and love to talk about film. So you know we'll we'll find some space to to talk about these video game films that come out um, because they're just so much fun. Yeah, and they're getting better. <laughs> surprisingly, yes, they are. Yes, I they mean, are. you know, uh, long long day, a long time ago, we had the best we had was like the Resident <laughs> Evil movies, which are awful. And, Super Mario Brothers, nineteen ninety three or whatever. The hell. I have a lot of good memories of that movie, but it is pretty bad. <laughs> And now we have, like, The Last of Us and stuff, which are amazing. It was unique. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why we had that movie. I mean, I just, I do remember watching it, though. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, the liberties they took on it, like, the, like, goo everywhere is, like, the king. And they, it, like, real Yoshi. Nothing made sense. I mean, no. it was just such a creative liberty of, like, the late 90s. I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know what to say. That was That's a classic. But we've gone from there now to this, which is like one for one recreations. Yeah, and it, it looks Pratt. like it looks like they they had a little bit of comedy in there, which is nice, like a little lightheartedness, which is that kind of like, hey, even though we're all dying, let's just pretend everything is great, you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Walton Coggins as the ghoul. He, I don't know if you know, uh, know who that is, but he's the guy. Hmm. Let me think. Hateful Eight. He's the sheriff. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really excited to see him in that. I like him as an actor. So yeah, yeah I think I'm he's also the season. he was the bad guy in one of the Ant Man movies. Yep, you're right. He's the the business guy uh, who's trying mm-hmm. to buy like that piece of technology. Yep. Yeah, yep. exactly. So it's really cool to see him in there and <laughs> with like his ghoul face. Yeah, I looked great. I mean, yeah. So so that's exciting. I'm 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 excited for that. Um, yeah, and I think. Uh, Desda kind of needs a little bit of win right now. Not that Starfield wasn't successful, but I don't think it was as, as successful as they wanted it to be. Certainly not. No, um, it's been off to a rocky start, but 
you know, historically, it just seems like these big AAA RPGs all get off to a rocky start in the last few years. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's just been turbulent uh, for for the big, massive RPG uh, games, you know, kind of uh, genre lately. But mm-hmm. I, I, do we have any updates on Starfield? Like, have they been patching it? Like, uh that I'm not 100% on. I know that they've been yeah. really active in their community asking questions what, yeah. and, and talking about that they want to patch things based off of community feedback as opposed to like kind of just whatever they want. So I think they are open to that feedback and, and updating the game as they go along because I'm sure yeah. they want it to become I mean, you know, I'll probably wants. play it. It's one of those games where I'm going to pick back up in a year or two and put mm-hmm. in, like, 100 hours. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm confident. I mean, I did that with Cyberpunk. Like, I ended up waiting about a year before I... And I'm glad I did, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, which is interesting because that's going to be a topic of conversation today. They're adding a kind of uh, end cap uh, surprise patch to Cyberpunk 2077. I think maybe we'll get back uh, into that a little bit later, as well as um, some of the uh, new items that are being added and patched into mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3. So I think that's great. Um, but in the meantime, um, could we take a second here and talk about this new and exciting MMO uh, news that we have WoW Season of Discovery having just come out on Thursday. Um, I don't think you've had a chance to play it yet, but I have. No. Okay, great. So I'm I'm our resident WoW expert in this particular uh <laughs> subject so uh i all my wow friends out there um i i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves and having fun for anyone who's not aware season of discovery is a take on the world of warcraft classic experience um but it's more uh all about like kind of fiddling with the the mechanics of the classic wow engine and the meta that we all know so well as as a classic wow player um and it's such a it's just such a smart and a great idea right it's a very small team of people that make up this classic wow uh team in blizzard uh it, I, last time i mean i want to say it was like three or four people it's a very very small team but giving them the power to you know these people are experts in classic wow and and if you've never played classic wow or any kind of any world of warcraft it's a very heavily um how do i put this you know experimented and uh you know tried and tested uh game people are very very uh smart and they run the numbers on everything um you know there's a very you know defined meta usually when it comes to this game and and especially when it comes to older games right because you have the time to you know explore it Mm -hmm. um so season of discovery is introducing um this system called runes and basically these runes are passive and active powers that change the classes at their very foundations and that's really exciting because like i said we understand this game so well it's kind of just like yeah this is the best thing so you should do it uh but now that mixes everything up and we're gonna all these players who spent thousands of hours you know learning the system now have to think on their heads again think on their toes again and uh you know experience the game as a new um you know the reasons this is smart is because it's as far as like development goes it's fairly mild on their end like they're not creating mm-hmm. whole new zones yet uh you know they're really just modifying existing assets to add a different element um but with that being said, like 
they can kind of like take this idea and like kind of make it a proof of concept. So like if they can, you know, show the company that this is something that people are interested in, then they're just going to get more backing and more people to Mm -hmm. further develop it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. So what are, what are the runes? Like, what do they do? Yeah. So uh, I've been playing Hunter. I'm a tried and true Hunter player myself. Um, So uh, we, I started out, and you know the leveling zone's very familiar right you just kind of go through the motions uh once you've done it a million times but then suddenly uh item drops and it says you know uh go you know into this cave and you know f- give this to a certain npc and you kill the npc and then he drops a rune you activate the rune and suddenly i have a new power so for example one of them was explosive shot for hunters which is really powerful right now and now I have this entire new power that completely changes the way I think about the game. Um, hmm. Another one of them that was like fundamentally changing is is Ch- Chimera Sting, um, and depending on when I place it on the enemy, if they have my uh, another or I'm sorry, Chimera Shot, not Chimera Sting, um, but basically if I have a Sting, which is like a form of poison uh, on for for the Hunter class. Um, it has different effects, so we can now like disarm or get mana back or deal additional damage based on what we use and what you know what order we follow them in. Um, so it's like I said, it was something. It's so firmly established how we should play this game. Adding in these little, you know, what seem like little changes have a cascading effect, um, and will create new metas and and basically just get everyone's brains working on how you know what's the next best optimized version right. of this class. Yeah. Changing up the skill tree so like the same old stuff doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, we're getting we're getting things like warlock tanks, we're getting like huge mix-ups, uh shaman tanks, mages are going to have healing abilities. So it's just going to, you know, it's called season of discovery for a reason. We're just going to mm-hmm. have to discover it as a community. Um a couple other interesting things are that it's going to start with a lower level cap, so you can only get to level 25 to start, and they're going to slowly increase that as it goes, um, introducing new content. So it's kind of also discouraging this, like, you know, like, oh, you know, just rush to the end and, like, you know, kind of play the end game. It They want you to take it slow. They mm-hmm. want us to take time and, like, see how things work out. And I think it sounds like they're going to tune it as they go, and, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Cool. So do the runes like go away at the end of the season? No, you actually bind them to pieces of equipment. Um, oh. so, so, I mean, they might, I don't know if they're going to reset. Um, I don't know what defines a season in this case, because that's right in WoW. There, you have patches, which you could consider like seasons, but mm-hmm. um, we don't, we don't necessarily know what that means yet. We don't know if that means there's going to be resets or something of that nature. Um but uh, yeah, I assume they're going to tune them, um, and they're going to introduce more and, and develop them. But yeah, they basically bind your piece of equipment, and uh, then you have that power. I see. So you'd have to like rebind it with a new rune if you wanted to, like if you ran out of space or something, like on your equipment. So it sounds. I'm getting the idea that like you're going to have different sets of equipment with different runes bound. I see. To uh account for different scenarios right that's that's kind of where mm-hmm. i think that's going i might be wrong it might just be like open up the inventory rebind your rune and call it a day on the same piece of equipment but um yeah we're, we're just gonna have to see i want to you know uh for me you know i'm just gonna be taking it slow i'm not too hardcore um but uh, i would love to experience this new uh new content that they have released and the new characters and and have fun because it's just a very fun game um 
Right. And hopefully we'll have some guests later on that will uh, might be uh, you know <laughs> experts in that in that particular game, and and we'll, we'll talk about this more in depth uh, a little bit. That's uh, some foreshadowing the there, maybe. Hmm. Um, so <laughs> at what point does WoW Classic just like split off from retail and become like retail two? <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're literally announced Kata Classic, so like they're like <laughs> getting there. <laughs> it's like right. it's. It, I don't know. I don't. It's such a confusing topic to me. I'm like, are, are they going to stop at Kata? Are they going to keep going? Like, what? What is the like, you know? Play every <sighs> single past expansion, right? And it's but like, then the game's already readapted, so you can kind of do that. So when do they decide that their current adaptation's good enough and stop doing classic experience? I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. The answer is they're doing it for the money, <laughs> and if of people course. are going to pay for it, they're going to create it. Yeah. Um, the true answer, the one answer. Will people pay for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's like the like Marvel multiverse at this point. It's like which which ver- universe are you in? In WoW, are you in the, the classic classic, or are well, you in like, the cataclysm yeah, there's classic? There's hardcore classic. There's regular classic. There's Lich King classic. There's mm. you know, there's just so much going on. It, it's it, it's funny. I do find it funny though that how like some of the best games made nowadays are games that were made 20 years ago. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's not some amazing titles coming out. There is. Uh, but it's it's funny how some just stick, you know, so well. I know. You always find yourself going back to, like, these same games over and over and over again. And you're like, this game's, like, 15 years old. I'm still, yeah. like, playing this over anything new. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, but speaking of newer games, I, w- I wanted to revisit the topic of Alan Wake 2 a little bit. It was a hit for the uh, Game Awards, clearly, from our discussions uh, previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nominated for just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've ha- now had a chance to play it a little bit. Um, I have some thoughts. I know you've been playing it. Um, I'm, I am I gotta say, it's it's a pretty incredible artistic piece of work like it's it's a really uh wonderful narrative and like although i have no idea what's going on honestly i'm like still like enjoying it mm-hmm. um but like as a video game i also find it to be like how do i put this like there's some things to me that like i spend extra time doing that i feel like i shouldn't like i'm like scouring every corner of the map to make sure i've gotten every clue but i like, uh, kind of tell myself like just don't do this like just keep pushing the story forward and like don't worry about like every little thing in this game cuz it's such a cool narrative like if you spend mm-hmm. too much time like you know like just wandering around these dark places i don't know i think there's like a certain element of like you know you just got to like step back and be like Yes, you're playing a video game, but really you're experiencing this story. Yeah, I, the story, once you wrap your head around it, is is so good and enticing. It is a little difficult in the first half of the game because they purposely leave everything kind of mm-hmm. mysterious. And as the game progresses, they answer a lot more of the questions. Even though, I mean, it's a very fantastic game, meaning like, you know, it's like fantasy kind of style. So like they... yeah there's a lot of weird things that they kind of just explain away as like magic, you know, like <laughs> this is just kind of how things work. And at a certain yeah. level you have to do that because there's, you know, you can't explain away everything. Yeah. Yeah. But the game is, is super fun. And I, I agree with you where it's like, you had that it's a game that wants you to continuously push it, yeah, push the narrative. And it does kind of get dull if you are just like, 
trying to explore everything. Yeah. And it's something that I'll I'll tell you. I recently beat it. So Okay. Um it will try to take you almost everywhere on the map. And the few areas that it doesn't take you, it's it, they'll give you opportunities where you kind of are mm. like walk past it through in the narrative that are like obvious so like, hey, this is an opportunity for you to go here. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't waste too much time trying to discover like secrets. At least in your first mm-hmm. run through, right? You should try and enjoy the story as much as possible because the story is so immersive and it's so engaging that if you break away from it, um, yeah. it can kind of feel like a lull. I mean, like I I think you know it the game the game is like so mysterious and like the tone is so well like established. You know, like it kind of suggests you should keep doing that but like there's that video gamer in me that's like you know mm-hmm. plays rpgs and find every yeah. item find yeah, go every around container and, oh you want me to go left okay i'm gonna go right and figure mm-hmm. out why you don't want me to go right you know so yeah uh it's just like i gotta get out of the the rpg mindset a little bit when i play that one um but it is it's just maybe like the coolest detective game ever you know um mm-hmm. uh it's it's been really great like like has like it's been nominated for it like the music was amazing um the like acting has been incredible uh, have you gotten to the the parts where they do the like the real movies the, like, I, real life actors oh i mean yeah I, i've definitely seen a whole bunch of that yeah mm-hmm. um like i'm playing as alan wake right now um, okay and like you know it, it's so it's 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 very well integrated. Like I'm very impressed with the overall like flow of the game and, and mm-hmm. the artistic, you know, style of it. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I want to finish it. It's just, it's, it's a tough game for me. Cause like, I have to like sit there and just like dive into the narrative. I can't like think yeah. about like the weapon upgrades. Like, you know, there's like these weapon upgrades. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't care. Just like automatically no. do it for me in this type of environment. <laughs> the, yeah. The weapon upgrades don't matter. You could not use them at all. And yeah, and be totally fine. I've never had a problem with like the fighting or any of that. Mm-hmm. And well, I okay. Here's, here's my one mechanical question: Is sometimes the shadow dudes attack me, and sometimes they don't? Is there any way I can tell the difference? So, the, okay, so the way that I <laughs> try and determine whether or not they're dangerous or not is one: if you flash your flashlight at them and yeah. they're see through, yeah, they're probably not a threat. Oh, if they're completely tip. like dark. Yeah. Then they might be a threat. Because uh, <laughs> I like burn all my flashlight charges, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And then someone attacks me randomly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are just nuisances. Also, yeah. listen to the music. If the music all of a sudden get, starts getting, you know, intense, yeah. you're like, okay, somebody's hunting me down right now. And just look around for the one who's like walking straight at you. <laughs> That's too like, funny. It's like I'm coming for you. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay, cool. I'll have to continue it. Like, that's a really fun one. I highly recommend it. I'm playing on the Epic Games Store, but also a great mm-hmm. pickup for the PlayStation. Um, uh, Did you, yeah. Have you gotten to the musical part? Like, I don't think the band's been introduced yet. No. No, no. You would know. You oh, would know yeah, if this no, happened. I haven't then. Uh, yeah. So I'm assuming you met Mr. Door. Yep. I'm walking around the. I'm like exchanging like light beams right now and walking around the like subways mm-hmm. and stuff uh like the colts has like a little like murder uh set up there yeah so yeah just, like, and you investigating. like you change the scenes i like yeah. that that part yeah. there's like a mechanic where you have to like as you uncover parts of the story 
you can change a room's narrative. So like, be like, oh, the narrative in this room right now is um, a murder investigation or something. And then it'll be like, oh, you unlocked a new narrative. And it'll be like, okay, cult of the tree, yeah. you know, whatever. And you can change it. And it changes the room completely. And that's what he, the, the character Alan Wake is always saying, like, I need to write my way through this, you know, like, mm-hmm. deeper. And it's like, it's really confusing. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't quite get it, but I also, like, it makes sense. It's it's so, it's like walking the line between like, okay, I kind of follow, but I also have no idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 purposely vague and mysterious, right? right, right? right. That's what but, I mean. Like the gist of it is like, he's in this place called the Dark Place, and it's like this like dream world, and there's this entity or multiple entities there, but there's one in particular that's trying to escape the dark mm-hmm. place and in the dark place creativity molds the reality mm. so any creative thing so writing music movies any of that will alter reality based off of the person creating that writing mm-hmm. so when he's saying like i'm trying to write my way out he's yeah. trying to create a narrative that will change the reality of the dark place to let him out Wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so like basically the rules in that universe are different. And so he's trying to figure out how it works. Wow. And um he basically spends the entire game, well even two games at this point trying to figure that out. Mm. Cuz he's kind of trying to figure that out in the first game too. Though he's not trapped in the dark place in the first one. Hmm. It's a little like John uh a little like Donnie Darko, you know, kind of yeah. like vibe to it. Like totally. Where you're like you're more confused at the end than at the beginning, but yeah. you're kinda like I at least have a few pieces of new new information. Kind of cobbling it together, but it's also one of those things that thrives on being vague, right? Like it's kinda of like you know, if it was too specific then it wouldn't be interesting right (laughs) yeah exactly also it would make no sense because if you're trying to ground something that's like in reality if you're trying to ground this story in reality that is completely (laughs) different like oh you're gonna fail (laughs) you know be like it's literally magic (laughs) you know or whatever (laughs) it's supposed to be unexplainable it just is yeah i'm gonna have to finish that one i'm slowly but surely working on it um it's it's been interesting, um, but I think uh, moving on to some other gaming news. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see that Cyberpunk is getting kind of a one final uh, last patch that looks like it's adding a few features that uh, everyone's been asking for? Yeah, was this a surprise? It was a surprise to me. I I had not heard anything about this. Uh, I thought the last patch was the latest patch was the last patch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Me too. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, eh, we're going to drop this patch that drops like all sorts of new vehicles, new systems. You know. me- the metro system is developed now. Did you see that? I saw that you can take the train around. It's It looks so cool. Like just like you're in Edge Runners and like you're on the train and like it. So, so yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, it looks like uh, uh, CD Projekt Red is uh, dropping one last patch for cyberpunk 2077 to really add some uh you know final touches before they move on to uh you know witcher 4 and cyberpunk 2 
it's uh, it looks really exciting. They're going to be adding in the metro system that was so clearly planned ahead of time. They just never had the chance to finish. Uh, they're adding in uh, some. I'm trying to. Uh, it's like a, a motorcycle, or, or they're adding in replayable races, which is something that definitely needed to be in the game. Yeah, like GTA style, GTA yeah. style races. Yeah, the metro. They did some boss tweaks. Oh, they're um, doing some gang uh, member like AI tweaks, which is really great. Yeah, so you could basically get. Like the way I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds like you can kind of get like notoriety, like you know, yeah. pop stars, but with yeah. gangs, and then they'll try and do like drive-bys or something. That's see, and I know it's one of those things where like when the game was released and these things weren't there, like it's not that you know, there's a lot of criticism, and it's like it's not that they didn't think about these things; they just didn't have time to develop it and get mm-hmm. and get a release. You know, it's like so it, it's. It's almost never, you know, the the people creating the game who they know what they want to add and what's cool. It's just yeah. whether they're given that time and resources to actually like release that, you know, and like the metro system. Like I can see why they were like, okay, guys, yeah, I'd rather we clean up other parts of the game and just leave the metro system out, you know, then oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Then trying to rush through some incomplete piece of software that yeah, no, I mean that trade off is like ninety uh, percent of what I spend my time at work doing is trying to is in discussions of hey, mm-hmm. is this a higher priority than this? Right, and what should we focus on? What do we have time to do? And what like do is this? Do we want like a half assed version of this? Or mm-hmm. do we ditch it completely? Or do we drop something else to do this? And that's just like. The reality of software development and mm-hmm. video games especially is of course in a vacuum if you could throw a like a development studio into one of those goku time capsule pods <laughs> and they could work on it for 50 years and then release it within a year you know like of course they would make the perfect game that they want but they one they probably would never leave that pod because they'd be working <laughs> on it forever until it's like you know basically reality and and so it's like there's always a trade-off, mm-hmm. and it's I nice mean, to see that they yeah. were able to come back to it. Well, and that's that's kind of my point. Meaning, like, it's it fundamentally that game had everything I was looking for and more. And the fact that, like, you know, these last little tweaks—they're just—it really shows the love and care they're putting into it. Like, I know it had a rough launch, but I'm completely um, turned back around on cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. I think it's such an amazing game. I think they did such an amazing job. Um, it's, you know, I, I, I wish they would have been given a little bit more time. I, you know, just to like release the game, but I'm still super happy with what we got. Um, I'm really excited to play the new patch. It'll be, I I hope they do like a new game plus, but I didn't hear about, I, I just saw speculation about that. It wasn't like anything confirmed. Um, but yeah, any excuse to go back to that game, I'm ready to go because it's just so much fun. Yeah, a new game plus would be cool. And that would be actually a really nice little finale. Not that it needs anything extra, to be honest, yeah. but it'd be like, hey, because I know they announced that they're now working on Witcher 4 mm-hmm. and that most of their studios migrated over to that, which I'm very excited about because yeah. The Witcher 3 is my favorite game of all time. And, but like, I'm really like cyberpunk so it'd be really cool for them to be like hey we're gonna do this one last thing unlimited replayability mm-hmm. have fun yeah i mean th- to me it's pretty complete at that point like you know not anything's perfect but like 
if they add a new game plus, at least let me like deselect Meet Hanako at Ember's Quest. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who that drives crazy. Yeah. Uh, literally, you're just like, as soon as I get to that quest every time, I'm like, dang it. Like, I shouldn't have done it because now I just have to sit there and meet Hanako at Ember's. So, um, yeah, it's it. I'm really glad it got to the place it is. I love that game. I can't recommend it enough if you haven't played mm-hmm. it and you don't mind like a darker toned uh, RPG. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to play that patch. I know that's coming out in a couple days. Um, just two days, I think. The fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I and... thought it was out already. It's not out yet. No, it's not out yet. No, it should oh, be. Okay. I, I think the fifth was, was the release date. Um, but speaking of RPGs and patches, I know Baldur's Gate also got a patch that had some really cool additions. Did you see anything about no, that? This is news to me. So what happened? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Larian, another really impressive studio. I mean, to be totally honest to our viewers here, I think Larian and CD Projekt Red are my two favorite studios, um, despite, you know, mm-hmm any issues they've had in the past, I, they always pull through. Right. I mean, cause I know you've been a fan of them. Did they do pillars? Yeah. Uh, no, Larian did divinity, uh, the divinity. Yeah, okay. divinity series. Um, and divinity to, you know, now looking back, it's clearly, you know, this beautiful precursor to uh, Boulder's Gate three, mm-hmm. but at the time to me, that was like the best CRPG you could play. Um, and I, I've spent a lot of time on a lot of the CRPGs. Um, but, uh, Boulder's Gate three. So, I would say the the most notable thing in this patch is they added what was it thirty five hundred lines of dialogue for an epilogue. So now you have a whole uh, uh, additional piece of content that kind of I, I know there was some wow. kind of complaints about like how the ending felt a little abrupt. Cle- Once again, clearly they had intentions to always do this. They just did not have time to pump it out, you know, by, by mm-hmm. the official release. So now we get some epilogue, um, some interesting turns on character stories and. Uh, and and just a little bit of like an end cap for this really long narrative. Um, I'm not done with the game yet, so I'm Me not. Gonna so have I, don't, I don't know yeah, what happens. <laughs> I'm not going to experience it for a bit, but um, it's really cool to see like all of this this constant like fixing of issues, uh, additional content, um, just that that support that uh, you know is that high level support that can be so rare, you know, in games mm-hmm. uh, nowadays. I mean, you know, it, it makes me kind of feel good about not having blown my way through the game because i'm like i'm like great like now i have an epilogue like i'm glad i didn't just be right. now i you know so um i like taking my time with games like this um but it's it's just the ultimate D experience it's just so much fun it is so much fun and it'll be interesting to see if they take game of the year or not i don't know if you um had looked at our like instagram comments at all so we posted some of our reels from our last episode, and mm-hmm. I got a lot of feedback from it on our nominations for Game of the Year. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see what people think are going to win and what's not. So uh, wow. very two-second recap, right? We kind of said that we think Baldur's Gate is the most likely to take it. But a lot of people were actually, and unsurprisingly so, were saying like, oh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. Um, we discussed why we think that's probably not going to be true, but honestly – any of them are they're all great games like we're not debating that they're all great games wonderful yeah and um the other one was that a lot of people wanted spider-man 2 to win which i Mm. thought was very interesting because that game won it's amazing absolutely amazing i love it i haven't beaten it yet but i'm still in the middle of playing through it right now yeah but you know we still think Baldur's gate was just so good but it's interesting to see everyone's 
you know, this is one of the things that I enjoy so much about talking about video games is that no one opinion is actually correct. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons why reviewing video games is so difficult because like me personally, like I didn't like Tears of the Kingdom, but that does not make it a bad game. Right. That just means I didn't like that game. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. I don't really love WoW. You love WoW. You don't really like Destiny. I love to hate Destiny. <laughs> and- <laughs> you love to love and hate Destiny. Yeah. Uh, so it's just really interesting to see where this goes, but I'm really glad that they were able to to update the game. And I I I've restarted my character like five times, so I still haven't gotten past like the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still in Act One too. Like I just like refuse to like. I almost feel like I should play like a one save game for the pure fact that I cannot go back on my decisions. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I fucked up. You know, I yeah. messed up, and you know, uh, no, now I just have hitting to hitting F five over and over and exactly, over again. Exactly. Where I'm like, I don't like how that turned out. Load. You know, like. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, it's uh, and and certainly I agree with you on that point. Like, you know, sometimes like video games just hit you in a certain time or place or like they just have a particular uh appeal to you uh for whatever reason i mean boulders gate 3 is a great example of that mm-hmm. I, I don't i'm a heavily biased opinion when it comes to boulders gate i love larian studios and i love the boulders gate franchise i love dungeons and dragons so you know it would have been really hard for me not to enjoy that game at its right. maximum potential i have a higher threshold to enjoy that game than i do for Mario, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonders, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I really, really like one that genre compared to, you know, Mario Bros is great, but it's, it's just not like my favorite genre of all time. So, um, right. yeah, it's, it's, but that's what I like. That's what taste is, right? That's why we, mm-hmm. should, like, I, I think it's silly to try to give an opinion and, like, say, like, oh, yeah, like, this is my unbiased opinion no i mean like we're inherently biased literally right? yeah like yeah i i it's a creative pursuit yeah. it's literally impossible to be unbiased exactly and so like if spider-man 2 is your favorite game of the year and like you're you're you feel strongly about that hell yeah like you should go vote for it like because that's mm-hmm. it's super interesting to see like how you know different like you know what kind of how many people are responding at any given time to these releases mm-hmm. and games um like you said like there was no bad selection this year for game of the year no um, oh no they're all really good i haven't even had a chance to play every single one of them because there's so many um games are long nowadays so um, yeah you know maybe one day um but um it's it's great everyone's really deserved i think this was a great year for video gaming like it, it, we got some really great uh great video games i mean Mm-hmm. spider-man 2 boulders gate like i t, like uh breath of the wild 2 it's, that's what i just think of it as uh tears uh, of the yeah. kingdom um uh yeah Super resident Mario evil Wonder was almost like a surprise but i haven't played it so i sh- shouldn't comment too much on it but mm-hmm. um it, it was just a great year overall for video gaming which is great you know i i think uh it's such a uh crazy time in this industry like it's this weird like golden age but also like there's some like nastiness underneath it with all the pay to wins and you know loot boxes and mobile games and things like that once money gets its grips in an industry it's hard to pull those out once once the investors realize they can make money and yeah and then the the non you know i i saw an interesting statistic and i forgot i don't have a citation for this but uh that the gaming industry makes more money than the movie industry yeah. and the music industry combined 
twice over. Yeah, no, the video game market makes more money than all other forms of entertainment combined. That is that is insane. And it's so funny if you look at like posts from like the nineteen eighties and stuff like that. I saw something on on like Instagram or something about this. I really should be writing down my 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 facts facts more. My (laughs) sources, thank you. And uh, but it was like it was like, oh video games is just a fad. This isn't gonna stay around. You know, just like computers. Computers are a fad. Yeah. Right? That aged well. (laughs) That aged really well. I mean, but the thing is, a video game is the ultimate form of entertainment. And this mm-hmm. is like high level philosophy for our viewers today. Video gaming, it's like I, I consider film a really high level of entertainment. You have artistic, mm-hmm. you have musical, you have like cinematography, acting. Like there's so many subdivisions of like excellence that come uh, to make a great writing or your music. Uh, creation or anything like that isn't incredibly difficult it is but you add all those things together to make a film video gaming is kind of like that to the next step right like Mm -hmm. okay now we need acting screenwriting uh you know sound music like we need all these things now create an engine for physics create you know like it's such a there's so much there's so many avenues of creativity and art artistry right Mm -hmm. Um, and technicality in video gaming um it, it, to me, it's the ultimate, you know, form of media. Like it is, it, it really could, is. You could expend a lifetime creating a single video game because there's so much oh. to do. The idea of creating a video game is daunting to me because of how many roles there are to fill and how much creative mm-hmm. vision and technical, uh, you know, expertise that you need just to make one. So it's uh yeah. it's it's quite a feat. I, I absolutely agree. Like. I, every time I see a video game that is like pushing the gambit, I'm just like, this is a freaking miracle yeah. that we have this. Like, techno- technically, story, narrative, the fact that like this was able to come together is just amazing. I mean, like, the software engineering is some of the best in the world, which is kind of funny that you'd think it'd be like in other places, but no, video games for some reason have some of the best technical <laughs> minds in the world. And it is so hard to do. People don't. I, I think I, people understand that it's really hard to do. Yeah, but they don't really know the depth. I mean, heck, I don't it, know the depth. Yeah, it it's hard to explain. But video games are very, very tough. And it, it luckily, I mean, a lot of people. There's a lot of engines and stuff now that take away some of that abstraction. But if you were to start from like literally raw. It's amazing that these things work, that they work as fast as they do. You get the frame rates that we do. We get the right. lighting. Like shooter, ray tracing. We have millisecond response time across countries and across, continents. Yeah, across the world. <laughs> yeah. The world. You'll have like a four-second, like four, maybe 15 four milliseconds. Ah! Like, yeah, four milliseconds. <laughs> like everything I mean, about yeah. it is just a freaking miracle yeah. that it works. And yeah. we take – and I'm guilty of this, but, you know – not appreciating that enough and be like, ah, oh, I had lag or something. This motherfucker's <laughs> right. cheating. You know, it's like, no, no, it's just my, yeah, I suck. But yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool world we live in that we get to experience this. I, I kind of joked um, a long time ago that I was like, I'm really glad I was born in between the social apocalypse and when video games were made. So I have this like golden window where I can live in bliss, like ignorant bliss for a while until the world falls apart play on play on our arcade machines until the world blows up around us yeah, yeah. good good yeah. good very yeah. positive message <laughs> yeah exactly um, no yeah i i, I it's it's <laughs> quite quite amazing i mean you could dedicate your life to just one subject of creation of you know 
what cinematography, acting, music, scripting, you know, uh, modeling, art, like any of these things, and and you bring that all together just to create like one one video game, you know, and that and that's mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. And then you know, people do it. The one person will do it. A couple, a team, a small team will do it. Like it's it's just incredible. Um, and the dedication that these developers show is is really admirable. Um, and on there with any um other you know artistic creative uh you know out there yeah totally agree um so i was going to talk a little bit about the new destiny season but i think maybe we'll leave that for next show um because we're kind of running out of time and i'm prone to ranting and i don't want (laughs) to i want to you know give it a week to simmer yeah you know that's a good idea i should let it simmer because it's only been since tuesday and you know, I, I got to give it a fair shot before I, I <laughs> take, you know, rant about it. Um, so cool. Thank you, for everybody, for listening. So we have that new pixelatedrealms.org slash ask. So don't forget, if you have any questions or comments, you want to just bring up something that we should talk about on the show, uh, go to, did I say dot com? I think it's dot org, pixelatedrealms.org slash ask. And leave us. Leave us a note, and we'll talk about it next episode. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. You can also find us on social media at Pixelated Realms or Pixelated Realms Podcast. It really helps and is the best way to support us. Uh, Tyler, do you have any last-minute things? Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, like you said. Uh, give us some comments. Give us some topics. Go to that website Alex mentioned, uh, pixelatedrealms.org slash ask, uh, and let us know what we got to talk about next because uh, it's really fun to hear this feedback. Um, and uh, and we'll catch you, catch you next time. Thank you, everyone.